Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Friday, February 10th, 2017, and this is the ride. Jumping right in today. Hello, hello, hello. I am on the road again. I am actually headed to an interview. We shall see what happens. We shall see. I have been enjoying myself the last month, I'd say, writing The Paper Trail. And for those who don't know, it's the book that's based on this very podcast. And as I, as I go through it and as I listen to these podcasts again, I'm, I'm reminded that it's exciting to know that when you are speaking the Word of God, your words don't return void. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm listening to this culture we live in right now, and it is blowing my mind, really, because there are so many words flying around. And, of course, I'm referring to the political winds that are more like flurries in the United States. And I would imagine that no matter where you're listening from, you're feeling some of that wind. And it's words. It's words that are flying around. Careless words. Careless whispers. (laughs) Except their shouts. And they're filled with venom and hatred and misunderstanding and disclarity. I know that's not a word, but I'm making it up. Things taken out of context. Words have power. They can be good and they can be bad. But they do carry some weight, don't they? You probably can remember something said about you or to you in the past that hurt you and unless you've let go of that and and released that to the Lord and said you know what Lord no matter what they did I recognize that that they have a failed nature and that causes them to sin at times I forgive them I've moved on if you haven't been able to do that kind of thing then those words might still be pricking you like a festering splinter in your soul. And some people don't want to remove that splinter. I was just thinking about that the other day. Some people would be content going through life with all these little pains. You can call it the death of a thousand splinters. It causes your life to become dead. That is not what we need. That's not what I want for you. I don't want you to be walking the walking dead today. I need you to be walking in life. Don't you really want to be walking in life? Now before you answer, let's just ask the question a minute. You've got a choice before you. Life or death. That's in the scriptures. Before you lies a choice. Do you choose life or death? Now forget all of the other trappings of religiosity, uh, Christianity, all these other things. Do you choose life or death? Tell me now. Okay, so we've got that straight. I hope. I hope you could answer the question there. Now I'm, I'm praying for you if you've chosen death. You know, there are some folks who would choose to have a life of death. They 
revel in evil. Bible calls those kind of people foolish. I'm assuming that you've chosen the life decision. And now, the question is, well, how do you get this life? I believe it's finding out what the Creator Himself intended for life. I believe He created life. I believe He's got somewhat of an idea of what it means to be alive. And I do believe that the Word of God, the Bible that is on every bookstore corner that you could get without too much trouble, at least in the U.S., I believe that that is an inspired word from the Creator of all things. I believe it's dependable. I believe it has the answers that we all need. I believe that it explains what life's about. I believe it explains what death is about. And I just got to thinking, you know, people who are listening to this from other nations, you might not have easy access to the Word of God. And I pray that that changes for you. I believe that if you have access to the internet, which I think you probably have if you're hearing this, you probably could get the Word of God. I was just praying just now that if you don't have the Word of God in your hands or have a way to read it, that some doors that might have been closed would, would miraculously blow open and allow that treasure of the gift of God, the life of God, the Word of God, to be received into your home. Pray that in Jesus' name, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the name that causes all other gods and all other entities, people, spirits, whatever it is, they've got to bow before the name of Jesus Christ. So Lord, break open those doors, those doors that are keeping your word from going where that needs to go. Lord, as I go forth today on this interview, I pray, Lord, that if there's any doors that are hindering my success, whatever it is, whatever you'd want me to do, if there's hindrances, Lord, break those doors apart. If there are things in my heart that I'm keeping from you, things that I'm holding on to that are in disagreement with your will for my life, Lord, expose them. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I was realizing just there that that kind of prayer is quite powerful. I just said it in, you know, what, 50 words? But if you are running into walls in your life, wondering what's going on, I, I seem to be hitting walls. I don't know what's going on. And I, and I, I'm trying to depend on God, but I just, I don't even know what's going on. It could be that there's things that are hindering your walk. And that prayer, that type of prayer right there, if it's honest, I certainly believe the Lord can show you things. The Holy Spirit will just say, you know what, remember this. Remember this. Remember what you said you were going to do about this thing. I'm still waiting. Whatever it is, there's power in spending time with the Lord. 
my goodness, the creator of all things, wants to talk to you right now. Right now. Not when you've gotten your life figured out. Not when you've stopped making mistakes. He wants to talk to you right now. And he's not even necessarily going to start with a big scolding. Hey, you needed to do this, blah, blah, blah. He's a good father. He's a good, good father. It's who you are. He's a good father. And he is an encourager. And he shows you that you can find this life, this life I'm speaking about. In situations where you'd think, uh, I just haven't seen life. All I see is death about me. All I see are all these splinters. They just all these little splinters are screwing me up. I, I can't seem to get out of this rut. It may be true. You might not be able to get out of that rut. But I am here to tell you that God is here to help you get out of that rut. And many times it's just a different vantage point. Do you think God is looking at that rut that you're in from your vantage point, from in the rut? I don't think so. If, the, if he has any kind of vantage, it's from a place of victory because he's already gone through death and hell and the grave and come out the other side victorious. And he's offering that to us. Jump for it. Jump at the chance. Let's do it now. While I'm thinking about that, yesterday I spent a good portion of the day transcribing one of the podcasts that I did, it was called Interview with a Demon. Ooh. I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to love it. If you haven't heard that one, check it out. Obviously, all of the podcasts are still online, every single one of them. It's, it's a bit back there. Um, I want to say number maybe... I don't know, 25? And we're up to about 185 now, I'm thinking. Check it out. But I, I went through and transcribed it. And of course, the book is not a pure literal transcription of the podcast. I mean, it's mostly that. But I'm, I'm adapting it into book form, a little bit easier to read. But I've tried to maintain a lot of the feel of the podcast. And of course, because I can't look everything up and because my memory is not perfect, some of these scriptures that I talk about or references from, from the Word of God, I don't recall what they are when I'm doing the podcast, but as I'm doing the book, I'm, you know, getting all the references and it's going to be good. I think it's going to be really good. I've spent maybe three weeks writing some of the introduction and some of the extra stuff. I've got some fun facts in there about how far and wide the podcast has reached around the world with maps and everything. And at this point, my plan is to put in 52 podcasts. If that's the case, this book is going to be 
estimated to be about 420 pages. It's going to be a book, baby. Packed full of good stuff. I can't wait to get it into your hands. I will say this is the first book I've ever written. And just like the podcast started with just an inkling of the Holy Spirit kind of telling me, you know what, you should do this. And me doing it. I had the same feeling as I'm in this period of unemployment right now to do this book. Now, I've never published before, but I'm going to put this out there. And I believe, I'm not thinking small potatoes here, people. I believe God has a plan for this thing. I know that this podcast has changed the lives of people. already know that. And because of that, I know that the book will do so as well. Maybe reach a different demographic. But I realize that all this talk about the book, I'm not trying to hype it. I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, become a, a millionaire because of a book. And I know it doesn't work that way. I don't, don't need that. But what I do, I can't stop writing this thing. I can't stop editing it and going through the process because I really like writing. And it feels as though it's just meant to be. So I'm going to do it. I've got this time. I'm going to do it. And so what is it in your life right now that maybe you, you want to do it? You feel like you need to do it. Maybe it's some desire in your heart. But you, but you feel like, well, maybe you're not qualified. Man, I am, I'm the most unqualified for this, really. In the natural. But I am so qualified to do this in the spiritual. I don't feel bad about saying that. I am 100% qualified to do this in the spiritual. Therefore, I want to encourage you. What it is that you feel you should be doing that maybe the enemy is whispering, well, you know, maybe you shouldn't. You've never done that kind of thing before. Man, if it lines up with Scripture and it's a good thing, I don't know how to say this more strongly, but you need to do it. I don't know if you've been waiting for somebody to just tell you to do it. I'm telling you to do it. Obviously, you have responsibilities to things you have going on. Perhaps you're, for example, for your spouse and family. Uh, you know, don't neglect what God has already put in your life that you are supposed to uh, be supportive of. Do not do that. But I believe if it's something that the Lord wants you to do, He will give you the ability to do that and not neglect those things He knows you need to do. But it might require, you know, turning off the TV and spending more time in prayer or spending more time meeting the needs of the people down at the gospel mission in your town or, or whatever it is, whatever. It doesn't have to even be a ministry thing. Maybe it's, you know, recording an album. You've never thought about doing that or never thought you could do it. Maybe that's something that you're supposed to do. I don't know. Is The first week of my unemployment, I really had a, a down week because I really identified myself with what I did as opposed to whose I am. Boy, am I glad I listened to that podcast from Rusty James talking about that I need to get my identity through Christ and not my job. That was good. Man, if that one touched anyone, it touched me. 
that kind of stuff keeps me going, keeps me doing this stuff. I kind of had a thought when I was first doing this podcast that I would be the one of the beneficiaries. And wouldn't you know, that has been the case. As I go through it, writing this book, I'm getting a lot of help in this period of time where I really need God's help, trusting Him for my future. I hope that's encouraged you today. It really encourages me to encourage you. Does that make sense? It really does. So stay tuned for more information, more updates on how the book is coming along. I promise I'll keep you up to date. And I continue to pray for God's best in your life, that the doors that are blocking the progress in your life will be brought low, the enemy will be taken out of the equation, that you will continue to worship God in every moment of your day, and that will extinguish those darts of the enemy, okay? So you stay in that word, live in peace, and pray for those who persecute you. And know that Rusty James is here, constantly praying for you and your success, and I will see you on the flip.